EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. It's you again. How are you? We've made it to Friday, the 7th of May, and here's your latest EV roundup brought to you directly from EV Comply. Starting the week with this news, Swiss firm Morand Cars is on track to launch a new hypercar in 2023 with a choice of hybrid and full EV powertrains, both with an anticipated top speed of around 250 miles per hour, so definitely not slow. The monocoques will be the full EV version, powered by four permanent magnet motors, each driving through a reduction gearbox. A 70 kilowatt battery will produce 1,400 kilowatts, weighing 400 kilograms, including the casing, cables, and electronics. Benoit Morand, who founded the company with former Lotus F1 team manager and McLaren race director Eric Bullier, have said that they are working on disruptive technology with cells that have a greater energy density than those used in Formula E at around 180 watts. Sounds like some very powerful stuff. Speaking of powerful, Chinese EV brand Neo that we all know, and Tesla definitely do, will soon start selling its electric vehicles starting in Europe, and they're likely to be heading to the UK too. They've launched in Europe starting in the Norwegian market with its ES8 SUV and its ET7 saloon. It's the first European country the brand will sell its vehicles to, although they have said it could soon expand into the UK and quite quickly if there is enough interest. In Norway, pre-orders for the Neo ES8 SUV will start in July, with first deliveries expected to arrive in around September. Sales of the ET7 saloon, though, won't start until next year. As part of the launch, Neo will develop a Norwegian charging network, including the company's innovative battery swap stations. The first four stations are due to go into operation before the end of the year, with 12 more set to arrive in 2022, creating a network in five cities across Norway. They're definitely moving quickly. Now, I've never referred to an EV as adorable before, but Citroen really have pulled it out the bag with the brand new Ami Cargo. It basically is a smaller version, well, a pint-sized version, really, of the Ami electric car that they've got. It's technically not a fully-fledged car either, because actually, it's classed as a quadricycle because it does not weigh more than 937 pounds. Now, that's not including the battery pack. I think you could probably pick it up. <laughs> now, this tiny little car has a 5.5 kilowatt lithium ion pack providing juice to an electric motor, developing eight horsepower, just six kilowatts eight horsepower. Now, it's not the biggest and it's definitely not the fastest, but it's perfect for city goers. Now, everyone wants to be in the EV game, but a lot of people now are focusing on the manufacturing side and Volkswagen AG has reached minor deals with other car makers for help with meeting the emissions rules in China and the US, where its electric vehicles aren't yet selling as quickly. Rumours being that the German automaker has agreed to buy credits from Tesla to help meet the environmental rules. In Europe, they're confident they will comply with the fleet targets. The credit purchasing deals Volkswagen has for China and the US are declining with the ramp-up of their EV strategy, with hopes of them coming down to zero within the next two or three years. With all these deals and investments being made overseas, it's forced Barcelona to sit up and take notes. As Europe's second largest car production nation behind Germany, Spain has a lot to lose as automakers are overhauling their supply chains and manufacturing for EVs. 
Germany and France are already pouring funds into battery plants, and both, as just mentioned, Volkswagen and Renault are investing heavily in EVs in their home markets. Spain is fighting back, though. They do have 140 billion euros in a COVID-19 relief fund, and they've decided to deploy some of that money to EV projects. Now, Spain wants to remain the EU's second largest car producer in 2030, 2040 and 2050. Now, the Spanish government plans to spend 13 billion on sustainable mobility through 2023. That will mostly be used to promote domestic car sales of EVs, improve charging infrastructure and build its first battery cell plant for cars. On another note, charging for EV charging. I mean, that is one to get your head around, but it is to be implemented by Highland Council in a matter of weeks. The council is joining other local authorities in starting to charge for the service of charging. They're looking at around 30p per kilowatt and a fee of around 20p per kilowatt for slower charging. Now, the current network of 50 EV chargers in Highland cost the council £50,000 last year, a bill that could potentially double as the network expands and the number of EVs on the road continues to grow. The fees will primarily cover the cost to the council of the electricity and manpower needed to maintain and administer the network. Any surplus will be reinvested into the network. I can't believe I'm saying this. Hummer and eco-friendly in the same sentence oh how far we have come now they have created a brand new beast and this is set to really rival the tesla Cybertruck. of course it's all electric it's going to be powered by up to three electric motors delivering up to 1000 horsepower and cover a range of over 350 miles in fact there are two electric hummers in the works the first is the pickup which is a four-door truck with an open cargo bed that goes on sale later this year the second is an suv style with rear drop glass for this though you need to wait until 2023 both models feature modular roof panels allowing you to open the roof up completely to the elements that's brilliant as long as you don't live in the uk speaking of the uk Businesses here are set to invest 15.8 billion in the electrification of their vehicle fleets over the next year. That's a 50% uplift on their spending during the previous 12 months, according to new data released today. Now, the research has been commissioned by Centrica Business Solutions. They've revealed that UK firms spent 10.5 billion on electric vehicles and on-site charging points during the past year, but are now planning on spending 15.8 billion of investment in the same area over the next 12 months. That's a 50% increase year on year. Speaking of increasing, now I'm not sure if you're into stocks and shares or if you kind of dabble or maybe you don't at all, but apparently there are three companies that will directly benefit from an EV boom. Now these aren't in fact EV manufacturers, but they'll benefit from EV growth around the world. Now, electricity consumption could rise. I think we know it's going to. And millions of EV chargers will be needed, and there will be a huge demand for raw materials. And if you're looking for stocks that will directly benefit from EV growth, apparently these are the three. There is, in fact, SunPower, ChargePoint Holdings, and Next Era Energy. They will be some of the biggest beneficiaries from the EV boom. And finally, car makers have been rushing to cut their EV prices, so they remain eligible for the plug-in car grants. 
The available funding has been reduced from 3000 to 2500 and now excludes models that cost more than £35,000. Previously, the cap was 50000 However, it has to be noted, Nissan, Vauxhall, Peugeot, BMW and Hyundai, which had electric cars priced just above the new £35,000 threshold, have reduced vehicle costs to remain eligible for the grant. It's great to see everyone working together and ensuring people can get into those EVs. Until next time, as ever, thank you for listening to our podcast. There will be another one next Friday. From everybody here at EV Comply, you have a top weekend. And remember, if you wish to feature on the podcast or have an interesting story you'd like to submit, you can contact us via our website. That's ev-comply.com.